Hello, and welcome to episode 288 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we have an interview with Brett Murphy, comic book writer, and he, Brett has the book Kingdom Come Deliverance in previews now and coming soon to comic shops from Behemoth Comics. This is Matt, and I'm joined by Constructing Comics co-host Noah. Hey there. Brett, thanks so much for coming back on the podcast. You're, you're a returning guest for us, but um, let's do as we normally do when we get started. We ask for, for two things. We ask for a quick bio and then a little bit of an elevator pitch for the book. Yeah, uh, thanks again for having me on. Um, my name is Brett Murphy. Right now, I am uh, currently writing um, Kingdom Come Deliverance for Behemoth Comics. Um and I was also the co-creator and writer for Paranormal Hitman, which was uh, released by Behemoth Comics. Uh, Can to Come Deliverance, it's going to come out in stores August 3rd for issue one. And it is based on the um, hit video game from Warhorse Studios. Um, that is also coming to the Switch, um, I believe, in a in a couple months or uh sooner um but yeah yeah it's uh based on the video game and um yeah it should be fun very cool well one thing that's very exciting for me is that you have the same um artistic partner on this book as you did on uh paranormal hitman um when behemoth approached you did they approach you individually or did they approach you guys as uh, as a team to stay together yeah so um it's funny because I knew they uh, they were talking about the this license and I remember playing the game and I went to Behemoth and said, hey, can I, uh, you know, can I ever pitch this book? And, you know, they said, yeah, go for it. Um, and then um, the one storyline that we're working on for this series, uh, you know, ended up getting approved by the developer and, you know, um, kind of said hey like well wilson's working on paranormal hitman why not just you know keep the same team and work on um work on this series and you know his his artwork got approved by the developer and uh yeah we've uh you know it's uh it's been a great working relationship and um you know wilson's killing the uh the artwork for this series and uh you know it's it's a lot of fun Awesome. And is he the the same? I'm pretty sure this is the case, but he's as he was on Paranormal Hitman, he's he's handling pretty much everything on the the art side, the 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 line art, the coloring and the lettering. Is that the case again here? Yeah, yeah. Wilson's uh yeah, Wilson's a real workhorse. He uh you know, kind of said like, hey, why not what if we get a um, you know, like a letter or colors for this, you know, to help out a little bit. And um, you know, he's he's such a perfectionist with his uh perfectionist with his art. Um, you know, he did he wants it uh, you know, treat it right. And you know, I think he he likes uh you know making sure that the colors are correct. So uh yeah he kind of wanted to to go ahead and uh do the colors and lettering himself again uh for for this series and um you know he's doing a great job awesome noah do you have a, a question for brett here yeah i was wondering what's changed between this project and paranormal hitman as far as your working relationship with wilson yeah so um 
I guess one of the big things for this project um, with Paranormal Hitman, you know, it's kind of, you know, uh, a good collaboration between me and Wilson, like thinking of different characters, like we can kind of create the characters and we kind of don't have to worry about going through a developer to, um, you know, give final say on like what the design should be like. Um, whereas, you know, with Kingdom Come, it's not our license. It's owned by Warhorse. And, you know, it's it's their license and they want to make sure that, you know, everything is correct with the armor, uh, the looks of the characters, um, the different settings. So it's it's a little different with this book because we're doing a lot of research on, um, you know, the different... Um, buildings like how they were structured back in the 1400s and the different armor and weaponry that they used um so it's a lot of uh you know sending screenshots back and forth and kind of uh you know working on the art that way but uh yeah i would say that's like the main difference between this and paranormal hitman and is that research a combination of, you know, Google images, Wikipedia and the game or, uh, or is, do you lean on one more than, than you lean on the other or maybe it's 50-50? Yeah, so um, the developers uh, sent us their art book and also, you know, playing the game and going back and watching um, you know, the YouTube videos with gameplay again, uh, you know, like you said, going on Google, uh, Wikipedia, grabbing screenshots. Um, you know, with the characters, there's a lot of screenshots going through Google. And there's also a fan Wikipedia page that has um, some good images that we could take and um, kind of reference them. And then uh, when it comes to, like, the structures and the weaponry, uh, you know, that's just kind of looking up 1400s weaponry um, for that uh, – for that region. And mm -hmm. um, that's what we're kind of going off of. And also when Wilson or when, yeah, when Wilson's done with the art, you know, it goes to Warhorse to, to, you know, check to make sure, you know, it's historically accurate and, you know, they'll, they'll approve it or, or they'll, they'll come back and circle something and, you know, tell us we have to fix something if, uh, if it's not right. And are they looking at, um, the the art in various um you know levels of production thumbnail pencils inks colors or are they looking at more of it towards towards the end when maybe wilson's inked it and put a little bit of color to it at what point are you guys getting getting feedback in the process yeah so um we send them the pencils and you know they'll 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 pick out if something's wrong like for example on the first issue one of the doors, like the structure was kind of not act historically accurate. So they kind of just had us tweak something there. Okay. But um, they'll also take a look at the, uh, the coloring to make sure that, you know, um, for example, on one of the panels, um, one of the sold or one of the uh, noblemen had uh, colors that were kind of represented, um, almost look like they were, um, you know, um, something like a, a British uh, soldier would have wore back in the 1400s. So they had us change the color scheme on his armor to match more of like 
the Bohemian army or okay. soldiers. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Noah, uh, how about a question from you? Yeah, I was just wondering, I, that sounds like a lot of changes being made in production. Um, I then, and also working with a perfectionist artist like Wilson, that's, uh, are, you, are you happy that you kind of got a, a long sort of runway for production on this book? Or, or, or did you feel like uh, there was too much time or, or, or just the right amount, of, right amount of time working? No, I thought it was, you know, just the right amount of time. Um, you know, it seems like after the first issue, it seems like we really haven't had, uh, like, many, I don't even know if the last book we had any changes that we had to make. Um, it seems like, like, as we've been going on, you know, Wilson has, like, we've been learning a lot, like, with, uh, you know, the type of uh, armor and structures that, you know, um, were around in the 1400s. So we've been kind of educating ourselves and, um, you know, they haven't really had any corrections that we had to make to the art. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been a good amount of time that they gave us to, to work on it. Nice. And I'm guessing the fact that um, Wilson is digital probably helps with, uh, with the corrections. Um, you know, if he was more of a traditional artist and he was, doing this with pens, pencils, inks on a board, um, and then getting notes back, it would be much more difficult to, to make those changes. So I'm assuming the fact that Wilson is digital was, was helpful there. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, that, I, I, I would agree that, you know, being digital has definitely helped with, uh, with this book. And I mean, luckily, you know, the changes that the system make, you know, it wasn't like uh, where we had to like, erase an entire panel or anything it was just like some little tweaks here and there which were kind of easy fixes yeah and it sounds like maybe sort of sort of that that learning curve at issue one um you know maybe primarily mostly with with wilson you know depicting things visually he was able to you know know what might come back to him and then sort of maybe that made the process a little easier going into to future issues yeah yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, so, what's the what's the plan for for issue count on on this book? Uh, four four issues. We're gonna it's gonna be like a four issue uh, prequel slash, you know, taking place during the game as well. Okay. Um, was that at your sort of design, or was that at sort of behemoth's um, sort of mandate that they they wanted it to, to be at a certain number of, of issues? No, I, I th that, that's what I had pitched. I, you know, I had an idea just to do uh, four issues, um, uh, you know, with the prequel idea um, and also showing some scenes that weren't in the game that took place during the game. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, so I decided, you know, four issues was a good, uh, was a good run for it. Nice. Uh, so again, I'm going to check it with Noah for, for the next question. Yeah, I was just curious about, um, you know, writing process on on this book and sort of what your your initial pitch looked like. Did you um, did you and, and bring on Wilson for like or like did you have like a pitch package where you like you you put together images from different things and, you know, write, wrote up your own story synopsis and things um, when you brought this to Behemoth? Yeah, so I. 
uh, wrote my, uh, you know, pitch. Um, I kind of gave a brief synopsis on what the, uh, what the series would look like in terms of writing. And, um, you know, once I got approved by Warhorse, um, you know, we had Wilson draw, I think a page or two, like a sample page mm-hmm. um, with their characters on there just to show like, that he could, you know, capture what they wanted in their in their characters, um, you know, in the comic series, and um, you know they they liked it, they approved it, and um, we went from there. Interesting. So you, you said that this is a is a prequel. Um, the did that sort of um, make it challenging? Because you know, I'm thinking about like. All right, Star Wars. So, you know, we see Star Wars and then we go back and we see prequels and they put people in danger and, and you know, dangerous situations. And, you know, for a moment, you're like, oh, is this person going to make it out of it? But then you realize, hey, this person's obviously going to make it out of it because I've, you know, I know future storylines. So how did you handle, you know, sort of building drama and, you know, putting people in, in situations that were, um, you know, you know, amping up the drama, but also you sort of you're working in this larger world where, you know, you might not be able to kill off this character because, you know, they, they play a key part um, in the in the game and, and you're telling a prequel story. Yeah. So, um, you know, with one of the main characters, I wanted to put him in like a lot of, uh, you know, sticky situations where, you know, people were kind of coming for his head. Um mm-hmm. And kind of show kind of almost how he built up to be this, you know, ruthless person that, you know, is out for blood and, um, you know, wants to strike fear in, in the eyes of uh, the people living in uh, Bohemia. So, yeah, it was, um, you, you know, like you said, it, it was kind of difficult because, you know, it's the, the reader's going to know, obviously, some of the people live because if they played the game, but. Also, for the people that haven't played the game and they're reading this before they play the game, you know, they might not know what's going to happen. So it's kind of kind of a mix, like, uh, you know, kind of keeping people on their uh, on their feet. And also there's some new characters that are being introduced where, you know, people who played the game might not know if they live or die. And, and you know, that adds some intrigue to it. Nice. Um so is there is there the possibility of uh more stories uh in this world or is it too early to sort of know that at this point uh i mean i don't know i i mean there's other like side stories that i'm sure they could do with uh like in terms of comics um Mm -hmm. you know there's uh henry's father um i know somebody mentioned like it would have been a cool story to have uh, you know, the history of Henry's father, um, you know, who was supposed to be a good uh, swordsman and, um, you know, maybe have a couple other little backstories for some of the side characters. But I know if they're, I mean, there's, there's obviously the end of the game. I know a lot of people want a sequel. So there's always could be some cool ideas if there was a sequel for a game and then that could probably branch off into more comic series as well. Yeah. And I'm wondering if sort of like the, the thing you brought up with like a, a character's 
um, you know, you mentioned this, this Henry and his father. I wonder if there would be like a room for like, like a, a one shot where you just sort of went in, focused on this one person, told a story, got in, got out real quick. That, that might be something that would be cool to do. Yeah, 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 that would be cool if they had like, yeah, like a one shot or even like a graphic novel where they, you know, did, uh, you know, 80 pages or something. And, you know, I'm sure that could be like a cool little side story. Cool. So, um, Noah, do you have any other questions on um, on this, this book, Kingdom Come Deliverance? Yeah, I'm curious if you worked with the gaming company, company on on marketing the book and like, were you helping market the the game at the same time like was there was there a discussion there or is that all being handled on the behemoth side yeah that's all um being held on the behemoth side um i know that uh uh nathan uh over at behemoth uh works closely with uh with warhorse and you know uh you know warhorse has been great you know sharing it on social media and um you know um uh promoting it as well um but yeah, that that's something that I'm I I uh, yeah I'm not a part of uh, you know anything with uh, except for myself promoting the book. Well, that's a that's a good transition. Let's let's handle that here. Um, this book's in previews right now, um, and you said it's the the first issue is hitting it in was it August third. Yes, August third. Yep. So um, currently, is issue one in previews right now? Uh, so issue one was in the last previews magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think issue two is in the current previews magazine that's out there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But let's let's talk about the you know ordering or pre-ordering um, from from an independent or or a smaller publisher and and how important that is. You know, we often say you know a book with with Spider-Man or Batman on the cover, um, a shop owner is going to to, to, to buy that, knowing that they can put a certain number of those up on their shelves and those are going to sell. But with some of these books that are, um, you know, not from the big two, it's, it's really important to, to reach out to your shop owner and say, Hey, I want to pre-order this. And I guess sort of one of the hopes of all of us that are, that are at this stage in our career where we're, we're working with, uh, you know, uh, publishers that aren't, Marvel or DC is that if you can create enough buzz that maybe the shop owner will, you know, go, all right, I have, you know, three people that have pulled this on their pull list. Let me, let me uh, up my orders uh, a little bit so I can have a couple of extra ones uh, for the shelf. So do you want to talk about the importance of uh, pre-orders? Yeah. So, um, you know, thankfully, you know, I, uh, one of the things that I do whenever like I have a book that comes out is I always, I try to reach out to every single comic shop that I can possibly reach out to. And, you know, thankfully, you know, I would say 99% of the comic shops are like super supportive of it indies and, you know, they're, they're on board for, you know, checking it out and putting in the stores, um, you know, and it helps too with, you know, paranormal hitmen. Like I got a lot of good feedback from the shops for, for that series so they'll they'll take a chance on kingdom come deliverance and um you know it's it's really building a relationship with the, the comic shops and um you know um 
and like I said, they're out there to support indie comics and, you know, they're great. And, um, you know, I know with my local comic shop, you know, they're going to order a bunch of copies and, um, you know, we're trying to set up a signing here and, you know, everybody's so supportive and, you know, I'm so thankful that, um, you know, that everybody's been so supportive of this book. Um, you know, I, I can't thank them enough. Awesome. And does the first issue have uh, two covers? I'm, I'm, I'm aware of at least two covers. Is there, is there more than two? Yeah. Um, I can't think of how many off the top of my head. I know Wilson has a cover. Um, Nico Walter has a uh, cool cover. Um, and then uh, Warhorse provided a bunch of uh, their artwork from the the game um, okay. uh, um, where we we could use them as uh, variant covers. And I know there's a lot of like pretty cool pieces. Like there, um, there's like a one in ten variant, one in one hundred variant. Um, you know, there's a couple wraparound covers. Um, so yeah, yeah, there's a there's a lot of, of variants for this uh, for this comic. Very cool. Well, it's no big surprise that I'm a uh, fan of Wilson's art. So I I put on my poll list that, that I wanted Wilson's cover. Yeah, yeah, Wilson's is uh, an homage to. Uh, it's kind of uh, an homage to a uh, cover that's out there, but uh, but yeah, yeah, Wilson Wilson did a great job with the with the cover. Very cool. Um, so Noah, I want to transition to some other talk, but I want to make sure that if you have any um, questions on Kingdom Come uh, Deliverance that you that you get a chance to ask them. Yeah, I'm just curious. Uh, you know, obviously you talk with Wilson a lot. Um, over over, um, he's he's down in Brazil, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is is he going to be able to? You know, is this book going to be able to get down to him? Is he going to be able to do some signings and things? Yeah, so, um, you know, I know there's talks uh, going on for, uh, um, uh, you know, foreign, um, foreign distribution um, uh, for this uh, book. Um, I know, uh, you know, especially in Europe, um, you know, this, this video game is huge, so there was a lot of demand for it. Um, but, yeah, I'm hoping that... Uh, you know, we, we can get it down in Brazil. Um, and, you know, I'll be sending Wilson, um, you know, we'll, we'll be sending him a bunch of copies, you know, if, if he wants to sign in. Another thing, uh, you know, I've, I've been talking to him last night. I'm trying to get him to come to the U S to, to do a couple conventions as well. You know, I think he would, uh, he would do great. I'm sure a lot of people would love a commission from Wilson. Um, you know, at, at these uh, conventions and, um, you, you know, I think it would be great if you could uh, make it up here for a convention or two. Yeah. You, you and me both we're, we're, we're sort of, we're angling that. So we'll, we'll keep tag teaming on, on, on Wilson there. Yeah. Very cool. So you had mentioned um, paranormal hitman as, as the, the first book you did with, with behemoth. Um, you know, you've completed the, the four issues. It's, it's been collected in a trade. Um, can you talk a little bit about the, any other developments that we, that we have? You know, there's, there's been a lot of stuff that's been announced uh, online. 
Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, you know, there will be more paranormal hitmen, uh, you know, content coming out. Um, trying, uh, it's funny because I actually had a conversation today about it. Uh, you know, it, it'll be in 2023. Um, you know, there's more, more to come on dates and everything. Um, but yeah, um, you know, it's, it's kind of all written out the, the synopsis for the next volume. And, uh, you know, once Kingdom Comes uh, Deliverance is all wrapped up, you know, that, that'll probably be the next thing to, to, to work on and get out there. Um, yeah. Very cool. Are you, are you planning on uh, a four issue uh, series again, or are you maybe looking to, to expand it or, you, you know, you, you have a model that you like and you want to sort of stick with that. Do you, do you have any ideas right now? Um, yeah, it'll, I mean, right now I'll probably be a little bit more in for it, maybe like a six issue wow. uh, arc, um, you know, five, five or six issues I, I have kind of planned out. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll probably have more information in like a couple months, you know, once, uh, once everything's uh, ready to go. Awesome. Well, I mean, it's certainly what you created in, in, in the first series with, with the characters that we do have, but the fact that you're able to um, almost time travel um, and, in in you know, bring in story elements, you know, from, from history um, there seems like there's a lot of, of ground that you can still touch on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, that's a good thing with ghosts is, you know, you can bring back a lot of people. You can have a lot of funny references with historical figures and uh, yeah, there's, there's going to be a whole new group of villains in this arc and uh, yeah, it should be, should be a lot of fun. Very cool. Um so Noah, uh, you know, we got a little bit of a paranormal hitman tease there. Um, any any thoughts or, or questions, uh, you know, paranormal hitman related? Yeah, will that be you and Wilson again? Is that the plan, or do you think you'll you might uh, if Wilson's tied up or or something? Do you have a have a backup planned? Oh no, no, it's uh, yeah, me and Wilson. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, we're uh, yeah, Wilson, a hundred percent. Yes, yeah, you know, same team working on it and, um, you know, plan on doing more of the, you know, uh, two page uh, backstories and everything kind of kind of like the first series, you know, don't want to don't want to don't want to mess with it just want to kind of keep it, keep it the same. Nice. So, you know, one of the things we saw, uh, I'm guessing in the either in the spring uh, or maybe late winter was there was some there was uh, some talk that um, you know it was picked up by by Hasbro for a TV show. I know that like in these these sort of option worlds that there's a lot that you can say and then there's a lot that you know you don't really know until sort of everything is signed and and stuff like that. But is there any insight you can give us other than what we know right now? Um. Yeah, I mean, right now it's going through, you know, the process of, um, you know, uh, uh, studio kind of handles all that, um, you know, uh, 
all, all we're kind of focused on is, you know, kind of coming up with the, the new volume and, mm-hmm. and working on the publication side of things. Sure. And, you, you know, we have a great team. There's a great team over at um, Entertainment One, um, you know, that's working on it. And, you know, it's in good hands, um, you know. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, Wilson and I are, are kind of just focusing on the, uh, the publishing side right now. Yeah, and uh, I'm working on volume too. Yeah, that that's got to be a good approach because there's only a certain amount of things that you and Wilson are able to control, and in that atmosphere of the the creation, so concentrating on the things that you can, you know, do and progress the story is is, is probably a good approach to have. Let's uh, let's do something that we do every once in a while. This is something that mostly Noah and I do. Um, let's do let's do some dream casting for uh, paranormal hitmen um, for for Gene and Devon. Um, uh, we'll let you go first as the as the you know the the creator of them. Is there do you, do you have any dream casting that 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 you would like to see? Um, so G, I'm not going to touch on Gene because okay. I know they were. Might have been talking to somebody, might not have. So I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to say anything with him, but uh, I know for Devon, there's a couple of guys that I would. It, it's funny because. Um, well, we don't want to put you in a tricky spot. So if you want to, yeah. if you want to be mum about it, uh, that's perfectly fine. And, and Noah and I can, as you know, impartial observers, we can, we can dream, we can, we can dreamcast it for you. So Devon. For some reason, I keep coming back to this one actor that I, I think is hilarious. Um, J.B. J. Smooth, who's in um, Kirby Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's just hilarious. But um, the other guy that I was thinking of too that would be great would be Jamie Foxx. He's a little more of a tough guy than jb smooth jb smooth is i think he's a little more on the hilarious side but i think jamie fox is kind of brings that tough guy and also uh comedy to it as well so those would kind of be like my one a one b uh choices for devon nice uh noah uh any any uh ideas from from you uh, yeah, for for Devon, uh, I would love to see um, Craig Robinson um, from The that, Office. Yeah, wow, that's, that's, that's a good one. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, uh, I already, I'm sorry, his mind, his, you just said his name, and I already forgot it. I've read Gene? the book, Gene. I'm sorry. Um, for for Gene, I'd love to see somebody like um, I don't know, I I, I like Devon's really easy. Gene's harder. Um, I think if, if, if it was somebody like him, I, I'm seeing like sort of like bigger guys. Like I think what would be funny is the guy who played uh, the Hound in Game of Thrones, sort of like a big, like like angry dude. That's sort of how I always took Gene as. So two, two weird casting, but I, I think those two, I, I'd like to see those two play the characters. Nice. So I see uh, Jason Lee, sort of the my name is uh, Earl, as uh, maybe we bulk him up a little bit as as Gene. Um, I'm not so sure about Devon. I'm actually really intrigued by the the, the Jamie Foxx. I, I feel like that would be that would be great. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Um, 
Yeah. I, I, so I'm going to, I'm going to steal one of yours, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw Jason Lee sort of, if he, he grows as my name is Earl uh, mustache back uh, as, as Gene. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of like cool cases that you could do like as you know, some of the ghosts, like some humorous ideas that you can mm-hmm. kind of throw out there for, for some of the ghosts. Nice. Awesome. Well, uh, it was, it was awesome catching up with you, Brett. Um, you know, maybe what we can do is uh, check in with you sort of either, you know, mid state, um, you know, in the middle of kingdom come deliverance, or, you know, maybe we can do a check-in at the end when, when all four issues are, are, are out and maybe sort of have a bit of a debrief. Um, but I'll check in with Noah uh, one last time to see if, if he has any questions here. No, just thanks for coming back on. Always a pleasure. Nice. Uh, so Brett, let's, let's, let's do a couple of things here. Um, do you have, you know, when we're recording this uh, podcast, it's uh, July of 2022. Do you have uh, any upcoming uh, cons that you'd like to talk about? Uh, right now, I know I'm going to New York Comic Con. Um, and then uh, I believe going to try to get up a day or two to Baltimore um, and hang out with you guys. And um, other than that, there, see, I got to, I got to kind of see what my vacation schedule is sure. like. I know there's a couple of local conventions, like really local conventions that I might do, but I'm not a hundred percent sure because they might, um, you know, vacation might mm-hmm. might overlap it. So I, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know New York and definitely Baltimore will de- definitely be going to those too. Cool. And uh, at 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 New York, are you with the uh, the Behemoth guys, or are you doing something uh, on your own? Yeah, um, yeah, Behemoth. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm allowed. Yeah, I'm sure I'm probably allowed to say. It. They're, yeah, they're going to be there. Um, so, so yeah, I'll be uh, be hanging out with Behemoth, and um, you know they they always have some cool stuff planned. Um, uh, so, so yeah, they'll be. Uh, I'll definitely have a fun booth this year. Uh, definitely want to check out. Very cool. Um, so let's let's do this. You know, we're gonna put a link to the to the preview section um for for this book um for for people to pre-order you know we talked about how important pre-orders are but where are they the best places for for you uh for people to follow you online um yeah so instagram and twitter uh at b murphy right uh you know uh i try to I, i tend to use instagram a little bit more um you know that that's where i'll post a lot of like updates um mm-hmm and different series that are coming out. But yeah, Twitter and Instagram at B Murphy Wright is probably the best place to, to find updates. Very cool. Um, so actually, in addition to that, I'm going to link all of uh, Wilson's um, social media in the, the yeah. show notes as well. Um, very cool. Well, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this book. I have, I've pre-ordered it, as I said, and, you know, I'm getting Wilson's cover on one i'm excited for that but i just like to encourage everybody um to check out this book go to previews take a look at it 
something that looks like it strikes your fancy, um, make sure that you reach out and tell your shop that, that you want a copy of it because um, it's very important for, for shops to know that. Um, so uh, I know that I've checked in on a, a couple of occasions with, with Noah, but Noah, do you, do you have anything to, to add here? Pre-order the book. Pre-order the book, correct. Awesome. Um, so all that stuff, as I said, is going to be in, in the show notes. So uh, please check it out. Um, also in the show notes, there is going to be a link for Superior Sam. Everybody needs a home uh, on Kickstarter. Um, again, that's going to be all during the month of July 2022. Noah is lettering that book, and I am acting as the co-publisher with, with Brett, who is the, the other half of, of Ageless Press, um, as far as in the, in the publishing roles. Um, so there's a link for that in the show notes. Um, if you want to follow the podcast, we're on Twitter and this at construct Compod. Instagram is constructed comics pod and Facebook is constructed comics. Just once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. Please be safe, be nice to each other and go out there and make some comics. Thank you.